0: I wanted to talk about basically what I've been doing since finishing my New Year's cut. And I wanted to discuss it because I've made a hell of a lot more progress than I thought I would. And I did in a somewhat new way. So I wanted to share with you the things I've done in my training and my diet, I suppose, to advance me further physically then I certainly thought I would be following a cut, so I wanted to go over the various things I did there. An interesting idea came to me the other day. I wondered, these improvements I've made physically, how are they of any benefit to anybody other than me? And I suppose perhaps my wife getting to enjoy how I look. So the best I could come up with was trying to share on this platform how I've accomplished these things. little about the evolution of this program one thing I knew in the beginning was that I wanted to focus more on pure strength I hadn't done a strength cycle in a while and another thing I wanted to do was to change up what I'd been doing during the cut which was that I would do my regular training session followed by cardio I wanted to really separate my cardio and training uh, based on a lot of the material I'd come across suggesting that basically doing cardio and weight training together might have a detrimental effect on both now I'm sure that doing cardio before training is far worse than doing it after training but nonetheless I wanted to basically separate those two so my way, my thinking to do this was to do a standard strength training split, a uh, A-B type training thing. I'll get into that exact thing. But basically it's a two-day strength building split and then done Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday Friday type thing. And then on the in-between days, that's when I would do the cardio type stuff. That was sort of the initial thought. But then I evolved it from just, not just being cardio, but being more mobility slash stability because it occurred to me that on these strength lifts I was being held back by certain things and I couldn't quite figure out what until really watching myself and and analyzing and researching and discovering that what it was was that I needed to focus on two things basically mobility and stability so mobility being it can be mobility is moving stability is not moving essentially so mobility would be your flexibility and your range of motion and all that stuff doing it moving in the right way whereas stability has more to do with locking yourself down and noticing if you're say weebling and wobbling or uh, apparently actually Ben Pekulski mentioned this recently he said a good way to notice if your stability is an issue are you trying to move through a movement too fast so the ways that I've been working on on fixing those are, are on my non-heavy weight days is doing supplemental work strength, uh, mobility and stability type movements so they're not the funnest movements. So some they're like eight leg abductions for one. Or actually, uh, I've started doing isometric holds. This was another thing uh, Pekulski suggested when, when talking about ideas for increasing stability. To so to do either isometrics or partials, like slow partials in a in the weak portion of the range. I've only started those somewhat recently. The the other type stability things. Um, straight arm pull downs is another one to work on to to help with the back uh, movement, specifically deadlift and those types of things. So a lot of supplementary work for stability and mobility on the non-heavy lifting days. Doing this has actually helped me to be able to improve in the actual on the heavy days much more than what I thought I would be able to. Uh, as far as the strength training split itself, it, it's somewhat similar to the, the ones that are out there. I think Bill Starr, with two R's, did one of the more famous ones. It was, I believe, a 5x5 five five program. There's the Ripto one. They're all very, very similar. Actually, Brad Schoenfeld did a similar one in, in one of his books I read. What I'm doing is three movements every strength day. Five sets of it. And I'm sort of pyramiding down. So the first couple sets will be, you know, really high reps. Usually around 15, even as high as 20. And then the second one also a warm-up set. And then I'll do three heavier sets. Starting around between eight and nine reps and going all the way down to about five. I don't personally like doing below five because I find five reps. I find that when I'm getting like one, two, three reps, that kind of thing, my form usually suffers. So I prefer to stay around five reps to failure for the heaviest sets. And I can still progress quite nicely when I'm doing it that way. So the the actual movements themselves, so it's a two day split basically. So day one or day A for me currently is going to be bench press follow so five sets of that as I described and then um, uh, overhead shoulder press and then um, squats. I save squats till the end because quite frankly they are they're a weak point so I'd rather not fatigue myself on the on the bench press and shoulder press for legs I'd rather finish it off with legs and actually to be honest I for my legs I don't go as low as five reps at the moment I'm staying within about eight to ten reps on the heaviest ones I just like to I find it's better to maintain safety and uh to to make sure that I'm not cheating on my form that I'm getting a good range of motion as I said I'm I'm really working on the stability for those as well and actually I've been elevating my heels on those as well really focusing on not letting my hips uh, shake around or anything really trying to lock them in as as much as I can so I have had to lower the weight on that but I'm okay with that it's about getting better there um, so training day B is is mostly back. Well, it is back stuff. So it's going to start with the overhand row, uh, bent over, going up sort of to your navel. Um, followed by I'm doing uh, reverse grip pull down. So I'll usually start with some chin ups as the warm up for that, and then I'll get as heavy as I can on reverse grip pull downs. And the final move, deadlifts. So deadlifts is another one that I'm really working on perfecting the form, and because it's it's one that's so easy to injure yourself. But if if you can get the form down, Pat, you can elicit a lot of growth. The, the, one of the main tricks being that it's the first part, portion of the range is going to be lifting with your legs so up until your your hands are about at the level of your knees you want to make sure that you're lifting with your legs which as i said my legs are kind of a weak point especially my hips so that it doesn't take a lot of weight for me to really feel it there when i'm pushing down into the ground and trying to get it up with my feet and then once my knees are around knee level then then i'll do the remainder of the lift with my back And actually what I've been doing, because I've had to lower the weight, is I'll add a shrug into the top of that as well. Now, these workouts usually only run about around 40 minutes, which is a little bit below what I usually like to do. So what I've been doing is adding some complementary moves. And those are just movements I find to be enjoyable. So I might do like an incline bench press or something. Depending on what the day is, I'll just do some, some... Uh, additional little work to to just give my, my muscles a little something extra, a little extra excuse to grow. As far as my dietary protocol, it's pretty simple. I mean, I'm not doing anything very complex. I'm not doing anything extreme, but I am continuing to weigh myself every day and I'm continuing to measure my food and track my food every day this is something that I don't particularly like doing it's something I more or less force myself to do while I'm in the midst of a cut just because I know it's an effective way to and I was going to say ensure I make progress but maybe that's not even the case at least give myself a better shot at having success uh having making progress so i've been maintaining my calories the plan here is that i do not believe you need a uh, caloric surplus to build muscle maybe i'm wrong on that but it really doesn't make any sense to me i don't know why you would need to get fat to build muscle why would you need excess calories that you're... Just, just calories that your body can't do anything with? It does make sense that your body needs a, a, a positive nitrogen balance. So in other words, you need um, enough protein to recover and to rebuild up the muscle tissue. That That seems logical, and when I'm cutting, that's the case. And when you're focus more on building muscle that seems to be the case so i'm maintaining a moderate caloric deficit now you do i think it's true that you do need some energy to build muscle and hydration but that energy why why not just use the stored energy why not use fat for that I suppose one of the big benefits here is that uh, this is something that is definitely sustainable. It's something that, and, and I seem to be continuing to make progress, because working on focusing on the stability of the muscles, slowing it down, uh, improving upon my mobility, improving upon my, my ability to move heavy weights and to supplement the, the muscle in a way that, that lifting those weights will be safe and effective and, and efficient seems to be a good model for continual progress. I suppose it ought to be said as well that uh, this is just a tie-over program. I do want to focus mostly on strength, And stability and and enabling those big lifts. Um, But I know that in a couple months time from now I'm going to want to cut down even more. So my plan is to keep my physique in reasonable shape between now and then. Hopefully even better shape. But decent shape knowing full well that I'm going to be going into cut mode again in probably about the start of June. So why should you train this way? Let me just say up front, I'm not a dogmatic person when it comes to training. I don't think there's one way to do it. I don't think that everybody responds the same way to every kind of training stimulus. I think... For most people it's probably beneficial to do a variety of training styles. Uh, of course with that said, I'm also not a huge fan of traditional periodization. So this is where you would do blocks, so say a 4 week block focusing mostly on strength and, or, or 8 or 12 weeks or whatever. And then a block of time where you'd focus more on hypertrophy style training, a block of doing metabolic type training. The main reason being, I think the, the philosophy behind that is to build strength and abilities in, in multiple areas, focusing on one thing at a time and trying to help them build one off the other my personal experience with that is it doesn't really work too well trying to spend a time a period of time focusing just on one and then and then switching to another one hoping that your previous one doesn't lag behind or you, you don't Uh, so for example if you, if you train for a block of strength, then you move into hypertrophy. well the the reason to do it is to say, well I'm stronger now I can build upon that with hypertrophy. The thing is if you stop training for strength then you're gonna lose that strength. I find it a little bit better to have a more balanced rounded out program that does that trains all those things not not necessarily on the same day or, But generally speaking, I like doing it within a week cycle. My favorite program, I call it my baseline program that I keep going back to and back to, is where I'll I'll alternate actually strength and strength days with higher volume days. That way I get the hypertrophy effect, I get the strength training effect, I get the higher threshold metabolic type training. All of that within the course of a week, I'll train all my body parts and basically every rep range, and it's harder to do, it requires a little bit of figuring out, and it requires, even, I feel like I can improve upon it still, and I probably will. That said, I'm currently not doing that. I think one would be naive to think they could just continue any program indefinitely, including the kind i just described even though those types of programs i find i can run for a very long time and continue to make progress so back to my original question why would you choose a program much like the one i'm doing now i think there's something to be said for going back to basics to really focusing on improving upon your form and improving upon your stability Improving upon your basic strength, your uh, central nervous system ability to adapt. And that's kind of what I'm doing. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, it's as I say, it's not something I do very often. It's not something I have done in probably a couple of years. So I think it's, it's going to be good from, from a lot of perspectives. I think we tend to get too wrapped up in, oh, in order to build, build muscle, you need to lift heavy and then we forget about form and we forget about tension and we forget about these other things. Or we get so into, well, you gotta lift with perfect form and through the full range of motion, so we forget about the other aspects and we forget about the the intensity aspect of it. I think it's just better to be well-rounded. I think that's kind of how I approach life in general. I think it's good to be nuanced. Similarly, when it comes to nutrition, I don't, I don't see a huge benefit in being overly dogmatic with that either. Now, obviously, the, the more, I guess, refined you need to get your physique, the more refined you need to get your training, and the more refined you need to get your nutrition. But, unless you're... either obsessed or your physique is your entire existence or your livelihood or whatever, then I, I don't see any reason to get silly about it. And of course that doesn't mean, you know, over indulging in things, but it also means not not necessarily always, depriving yourselves of the things that make life great needlessly. I mean, yeah, sometimes you want to sacrifice the momentary pleasures for the greater uh, achievements, absolutely. But, again, nuance. So for me, I've found that I, I'm not crazy about tracking macronutrients Aside from, I just want to make sure I get enough protein in, and I want to make sure my calories are about where I want them, in order so that I'm not going overboarding. Because it's it's quite easy to underestimate your caloric uh, intake. So trying to be relatively accurate with that is probably a good idea. But even with that, I mean, you're never going to know exactly how much calories you need, or how much exactly you've burned, or how much exactly even you're eating even if you're meticulous so like I say let's not get silly about it I suppose I should also say that in part this is an experiment for me to see the kind of progress I can make and so far I've been pretty happy with the results but the experiment isn't done yet